In world news this week, nuclear submarines, a Valentine asteroid, the 95th Oscars, and the Fosbury flopper. Over here! Hey, 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 hey listen up! Welcome to Newsy Paloozy, the news pool for curious kids and adults. I'm your host, Leela Shiv Shankar Brickett. I'm joined by the Big Story Explainer and Sound Effects Finder, otherwise known as my... As Leela's mom. This week, nuclear submarines sound scary, are they? We'll find out as we report on why the US, UK and Australia are working on a nuclear-powered submarine project. Speaking of things that sound scarier than they are, have you heard about the asteroid heading our way on Valentine's Day? Okay, not for 23 years, and um, maybe not at all. But still, a Valentine asteroid, folks. Is it hard-shaped? The Oscars are over with some big surprises on the red carpet. Wait, what's that about the red carpet? We'll tell you all. And finally, the Fosbury flopper, who turned his sport upside down, passes away. We'll tell you how he revolutionized jumping. Alrighty then, let's dive on in. First up, it's... The The Big Big News Story of the Week. So, Leela. So, Mama. Does the word AUKUS mean anything to you? Nope. Well, I'm not surprised. It's kind of an acronym, actually, standing for Australia, the UK, and US. AUKUS, I get it, but what is it? Some new band? Yeah, actually, it's a trilateral, as in three, security pact between those countries. Okay. Can you think of another security alliance, like the most famous one in the world? Um... Come on, we've heard a lot about it lately because of the Russia-Ukraine war. Russia was very worried Ukraine might join... Ah, yeah, NATO. Very good. Which is mostly European countries and the US. And not Russia, because it's defending them against Russia. Got it, I remember. So this is a security alliance for the US, UK, and Australia. But, like, they're spread all over the world. What's the point of that? China, more or less. Huh. China is the point. It's an alliance to protect all three of those countries, and you could argue those regions they're in, from China, should it ever flex its military muscles. And I guess China must be as happy about it as Russia is about NATO. You got it. They're not happy at all, especially not with the recent news. Dun, dun, dun! What news? The three countries have released details of their plan to create a new fleet of nuclear-powered submarines aimed at countering China's influence in the Indo-Pacific region. What? Nuclear submarines that can shoot nuclear bombs from underwater? That's terrifying. Hold on there, girl. I said nuclear-powered. That's quite a different thing. Even U.S. President Biden, when announcing this news, wanted to make sure no one misunderstood this point. These subs are powered, not nuclear-armed subs. They're nuclear-powered, not nuclear-armed. Australia is a proud non-nuclear weapon state and is committed to stay that way. Um, I'm relieved, but honestly, confused. What's the difference? 
Well, nuclear armed means it's armed with a weapon, a nuclear bomb. Horrible. But to be nuclear powered, well, that just means they're using nuclear energy. Do you know what that is? Did you know there are nuclear energy power plants all over the world? Wait, no. I did not know that. Technically, it's like this. You have something called a nuclear reactor, which contains and controls nuclear chain reactions that produce heat through a physical process called fission. That heat is used to make steam that spins a turbine to create... Electricity! I get it. Kinda. <laughs> and guess what? It doesn't produce any carbon emissions or greenhouse gases. Oh, so it's considered clean energy. Yes, many say it's the best way to go, but... What if there's an accident? Could all that energy explode? That's always the worry, and it has happened, these accidents at nuclear power plant. And worse, the things to make nuclear energy could get into the wrong hands to make... Nuclear bombs. Right. And that's why some people are worried about this deal. You see, Australia, which as we heard Biden say doesn't have nuclear weapons, but they'll get these nuclear submarines that'll be able to operate faster than the country's diesel engine ones. And that means the U.S. will be sharing its top secret nuclear propulsion technology with a non-nuclear armed country. And the more people who know about such things, the greater risk there is. Exactly. But the AUKUS countries say it's a risk worth taking to counter China's growing power. Bet China's not happy. Correct. They say this hurts peace and stability. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, let's propel ourselves out of here and up for some... Space news. So, for those of you who celebrate Valentine's Day and like to make your plans early... Get ready, because Valentine's Day 2046 could go off with a big bump. Excuse me? Yeah, haven't you heard an asteroid is heading our way for Valentine's Day? Um, please tell me this is more news about something that sounds more terrifying than it is. Totally. But I couldn't resist a story about a Valentine asteroid, though officially it's rather boringly called 2023DW. Um, coming back to the point, it's not terrifying, right? First of all, it's only about the size of an Olympic swimming pool. Okay, so if it were to collide with us, it wouldn't be like doomsday. Right, it wouldn't have the same devastating effect as the asteroid that decimated the Earth's dinosaurs 66 million years ago. That was far bigger, 7.5 miles or 12 kilometers. But if it lands in an urban area, holy moly, not good. Relax, it only has a 1 out of 560 chance of hitting Earth, according to NASA. Okay, not the worst odds, but still. Note to self, go to a deserted island or an underground bunker and take all of the cats in the world in February 2046. What's that? I'll tell you what, that's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight, it's Around, around the, the world, world in 80, 80 seconds. seconds. Hold tight! A Russian fighter jet collides with a U.S. drone, causing it to crash into the Black Sea near Ukraine. 
The large unmanned Reaper drone was on a reconnaissance mission, as in a look and see, near the disputed territory of Crimea. Moody's, an agency that rates financial institutions, is warning of more pain ahead for U.S. banks. This comes after loads of people rushed to withdraw their money from the Silicon Valley Bank. Investors fear other lenders may be hit by the fallout. The southern African nation of Malawi is reeling from Tropical Storm Freddy that ripped through the country for the second time in a month. More than 200 people were killed as huge amounts of brown water flooded neighborhoods and swept away homes. And in North Africa, archaeologists discover a sphinx-like statue with a smiley face and dimples in Egypt. They think the sphinx may represent the Roman Emperor Claudius, who ruled in the first century. Well, thank you so much for that. Wait for it. That what's making headlines also in the world, Mama. <laughs> You're Elena. And now, what? <laughs> well, that's what you sound you like. You didn't even try. I, exactly. <laughs> All right, now it's time for... Now it's the ace part of our podcast. That stands for... Art, culture, and entertainment. Darling. Darling. Yes, it was the 95th Academy Awards in California, otherwise known as the Oscars, which is the name of the trophy that's given in the shape of a man long ago nicknamed Oscar. Did you know? Oh, thank you very much for that fab fact. And we have a few highlights we thought our listeners would be interested in from our new West Coast correspondent, Anna Kelly. Well, welcome aboard, Anna. Take it away. Yes, it's that time of year when you get to see film and pop stars dressed all fancy and parading down the red carpet. Except, hold on, there was no red carpet? For the first time in 62 years. Crazy or what? Instead it was beige, though they're calling it champagne, if you please. As for the big award of the night, the best movie went to everything, everywhere, all at once. The wacky multiverse action comedy drama is about an immigrant family in America with lots of martial arts and an evil bagel. An evil bagel? Yes, I said evil bagel. Sadly, it's rated 15 plus, so I'll have to wait a few years to see it. As for best animated film, well, it was a close one this year. Returning Red and Puss in Boots, losing out to the slightly creepy animation of Pinocchio. And finally... I bet there were parties in India as the song Natu Natu made history. Yep, the showstopper from the Indian movie RRR was the first Indian film song to win an Oscar. It even beat Lady Gaga and Rihanna. Wow. Congratulations. From the West Coast of America, I'm Anna Kelly reporting for Newsy Paloozy. Yes, if you haven't heard the song or seen the crazy dance that goes with it, it's certainly worth checking out if you want to end in splits. Thanks a lot, Anna. And finally, let's go over to the Lucky Dip machine and see what it has for our final story this week. 
Step right up. Step right up. Step right up. Have a go at the lucky dip machine. The lucky dip machine. What's it going to be today? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Well, it's definitely a little odd considering this is a story about someone who literally turned his sport upside down. Okay, I know you don't use the word literally unless it literally fits, so I must say I'm intrigued. Not just that, it's a story of determination, and you'll like this too, thinking outside of the box. Oh yes, I love these kind of stories, go for it. I thought you would, but it's also a little sad because this is technically an obituary. An obituary? As in a report that gives news of someone's death and details of their life? You got it. Okay, so maybe I should get some gentle music for this one then. So his name is Dick Fosbury, and he's just died at the age of 76. But when the American was in high school, he was a high jumper, which he said in an interview he sadly wasn't very good at. When I developed this technique, it was not that I was trying to win, but I was trying to not lose. I was the worst high jumper on our team and in, in our league, and I was very frustrated. But he didn't give up, oh no. I had that intensity and focus uh, of my mind uh, to succeed and, and my body simply followed and adapted to the bar and, and my body changed its position going from sitting up over the bar to laying flat on my back. Wow, so back then most high jumpers would throw their legs over the bar, like kind of straddling it, or dive over face down, right? Yep, but not Mr. Fosbury. That just didn't feel right to him. Instead, he ran diagonally to the bar, twisted in the air, and threw himself backwards over the bar. Huh. And went half a foot higher doing so. Whoa! Hold on though, this backwards glide, isn't that how they all do it in the Olympics? Now yes, but he was a pioneer and took the gold in the 1968 Olympics too. And now the Fosbury flop, as it's called, is the way to go. All because one guy wasn't great at something but didn't give up. And didn't care that he looked floppy in the process. Impressive. And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. US, UK and Australia agree on a nuclear powered submarine project as part of their new security pact, which is called what? AUKUS. Fab fact number two. True or false, a nuclear powered sub is the same as a nuclear armed submarine. False, they are not the same. Fab fact number three. The 2023 Academy Awards has done away with its red carpet this year, opting for beige. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> champagne. What's the nickname for the Hollywood Film Industry Awards? 
the Oscars. Fab fact number four. The athlete who revolutionized the high jump, Dick Fosbury, died at the age of 76. What is the name of the special report that gives news of someone's death and details of their life? An obituary. Fab fact number five. And what is the name of the backwards high jump technique that Dick Fosbury pioneered, helping him win an Olympic gold medal in 1968? The Fosbury Flop. And don't forget, if you want to test yourself later on, go to the Lucky Dip page of our website, newsypalooza.com. That's I am just not as good as you. <laughs> I can't do it. And don't forget, if you want to test yourself later on, go, then go to Lucky Dip page. I'm going to Lucky Dip page of our website. That's newsypalooza.com. That's P- oh, P- oh, yeah. And take this quote on the all right. I don't know if I like skipped words. Or just I don't know. Them I don't know. <laughs> but that's p o o l o o z i dot com, and take this quiz online in, in your, your own, own time. time. If you enjoyed this step in the coolest pool of news and information, then smash that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa, Podcast Republic, or wherever you get your podcasts. And have you told a friend about us? Or what about a teacher? They'd be impressed. You know they would. Go on, share your curiosity about the world and tell someone about the Newsy Paloozy, the only world news pod for kids. All right, then. Let's see you next week in the happy, splashy, giant Newsy Paloozy. Newsy Paloozy.